Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go. It's the Smoking Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, starring Miranda, Ollie, Miss Pingrino, DJ Pork, Sheila. D.A. Williams, and Orson Welles. And featuring me, your announcer, Doc Summit. You want to be where everybody knows your name. And now, here's your host, Hot Toddy. Hello, Toddcasters, and welcome to an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. It's good to be back with you. Had a nice couple of weeks off, and uh, some major life-changing events have happened since the last time I was with you. Uh, in addition to running Super Fuzz Productions, which is the home of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast, as well as many other shows, and of course being a part of Smells Like 90s Rock on WUTK... Hot Toddy, yours truly, has a new job. That's right. Yes, thank you. Oh, thank you. Once again, the, the applause. Thank you so much. Yes. So we're very excited. Uh, I'm very excited to be back in the money-making business, and uh, I don't know what this job will bring exactly, and I really can't explain it to you at this point. I'm just getting started into it. Uh, as of the time of this recording, I'll be selling things uh, for a company. So I'm a seller. I'm a salesperson. Not a sales associate. Like, I'm not... I'm not doing retail, but I'm I'm selling for a company. That's basically all I can tell you at this point. I don't really know much more than that. But uh, we there's there's more in the life of Hot Toddy once again. But uh, but that doesn't deter me. That's not going to turn me away from from giving you all the entertainment that you deserve. Well, that sounds bad because I really you don't you don't deserve this horrible entertainment. It's it, it, I, I've often said I don't make art i make stupid little shit that makes me laugh and i hope it makes you laugh too so if you enjoy it don't worry i'm still gonna be here to provide it for you so we're still we're still going strong but anyway uh it is an all-new episode of the smoking hot toddcast and this episode is interesting uh your interest probably was piqued when you saw the title of the episode and it's because you know my, my mind as it does it begins to wander sometimes i i i think about you know, certain things, certain collabs. What what would happen if this was this or that was that, you know, or if they were together? Uh, and if this was one of those situations. I, I, I haven't seen the new Jackass movie, but I... I I lived with Jackass for my entire life, you know, I, I grew up with the TV show, and of course I've seen the other movies, and the movies and the TV show both remind me of something that a lot of us have in our everyday lives. Video games. The guys on Jackass basically do the very things that we're told not to do, and the, a lot of those things could be influenced by video games. Not that I'm saying that that's what it is, I'm just saying that, you know, that's the kind of things that parents worry about with their kids when they see it on video games. And I was thinking about it, which video game kind of resembles this show the most, and it was a weird conclusion. It's Mario. <laughs> Mario puts himself into these weirdo positions. Now, obviously, he's doing it to save Princess Peach or to save his friends or whatever he's doing. There's always a reason. It's not just random stuff like the Jackass crew does, but he puts himself in the same position. And his friends do, too. Luigi, Donkey Kong, they all do the same thing. They all put themselves in these weird positions where they could get, you know, weird injuries. The stuff that happens to them would not happen to people in real life unless... You were doing jackass-type stunts. And so that's why I said, what would it be like if Super Mario 
was Jackass. Hence this week's episode, Super Mario Jackass. We will see what it would be like if the Mario crew were the Jackass crew. So let's dive right in, shall we? Here's an all-new episode of the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. You're listening to the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host... Todd. Just Todd. Todd is helpful, and Todd is there for you. Uh, well, it's actually Hot Toddy. Oh, well, pardon me, Mr. Perfect! It's me, Mario, and this is a jackass. And I'm gonna attempt to jump over random lava pits without burning my booty. I'm a Luigi, and I'm gonna go into this haunted house. Me Donkey Kong, and I'm gonna throw barrels at Mario to stop him from coming up ladders. Yay! I'm Toad, and I'm gonna shoot myself out of a cannon right into the face of a giant wall monster. to shoot myself into the arms of that nasty dragon, Bowser. Ah, the French champagne. I will. It's me, Mario. Oh! <laughs> Why did you hit my balls with the baseball bat? Because this is jackass. You're tuned into the Smokin' Hot Toddcast with your host, Hot Toddy, who's always looking real good. Hey, does this suit make me look fat? No, no, no. Your face does. Your, uh, your vape looks like one of those old uh, rainbow pops. Yes. Adorable. Especially when you, yep, when you suck in hot. See, rainbow pop. Look at that. Look at that. Miranda is vaping, and it's the most beautiful vape I've ever seen. It's really pretty. Thank you. Yeah. 
Well, hi, we're here. It's it's Hot Toddy, Miranda, and Miss Pingrino. We're all here. We're we're, we're doing the sketches hi. this week of Mario, but I thought we would take a break <laughs> for a second here and talk about something that came across online. And I said, we need to talk about this because this is, this is bizarro. Um, the question is, if you had to choose, would you rather be smart and sad or dumb and happy? Because think about it, we now live in a very chaotic world with the COVID, with COVID and everything. And of course the Russia Ukraine situation, there's a lot going on, a lot to take in. And the more you take in, the more sad you would be about the world. So the question is, would you rather be smart and sad or ignorance is bliss? In other words, dumb and happy. This question sucks. Uh, it's a sucky question. Yeah. And that's why I love it. Cause I'm one half of each. E- exactly. E- exactly. That's I'm me too. Smart and happy. I'm smart. Yeah, smart and happy. <laughs> and that's and that's. Always that, happy. That's where secret answer uh, uh, C comes in. It's like I'm What's smart. I'm, I'm smart and I stay informed. But if I inform myself too much, I become very depressed and unhappy. So I I take it in. I understand it. But then I go along with my life. And I think that's the, that's secret answer C. Smart and normal. If that makes sense. We're no, nothing about us is normal, but no, nothing. No, that, that, that's nothing. true. Nothing like if I had to choose one of those two, yeah, yeah. I mean, ultimately, I, I oh God, I don't know. Probably dumb right? and happy. Yeah, Pro- probably dumb and happy. Why? You know, if I'm gonna have to live a life, I'd rather enjoy the life than know everything and hate every step of it. Well, because there's other members of the Smoking Hot Podcast team that are like this and they shall remain, remain nameless yeah although they, they help me co-host smells like 90s rock so if that gives it away of who they are uh who are very smart and sad because they take in the news and then they just sit with it and let yeah. it fester I mean, they, they just like and blister and get into their veins and i don't hold it against them because they always say we like to stay informed and it's like that's fine but you let it consume you. They let it weigh on them. And yeah. not to say things don't weigh on me currently. Yeah. But like if I have the option for things not to weigh on me and to just go along with life being just a ball of fun. Yeah. I, I would rather that. Right. That's, that's me. But well, no. even if I didn't um, know two plus two. I mean. Well do you know what? I mean I do. Oh good. Yeah. Well that, that scares so, me. So I'm gonna have to go with smart and sad. Really? Yes, um, just because that's not me. But I think if you were smart enough, you would know what to be sad about. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's basically secret answer C is smart <laughs> and normal or whatever normal we smart are. And know <laughs> normal is sad. Whatever. Smart but no, like, and know how to control your sad. Smart know how to control your Right. Like yeah. you would still be sad, but you would know what you were sad about. And I think that's better than just being sad in general. It's taking in the information, but knowing what to yeah. do with it and not letting it get into your bloodstream and destroy you. This you is, were just sad. Yeah, that's right. this is a really But I would be sad that I was sad because I don't want to be sad. Yeah. No, it would suck. So uh, what is your choice? Well, m- mine is basically what Miranda said, is, is smart and sad, but knowing how to deal with the sadness, which is where secret answer C comes in. Take it in, process it, understand it, know where we are, but know that life can't end just because you've heard this news. You have to continue on. Now, nuclear war happens. 
we probably aren't going to move on after from nope. that. That's probably you're we're dead. But that's but that if that happens, we're all dead. That's fine. The so cockroaches will move on. The cockroaches will move that. that they always damn, do. That damn cockroach that's loose in our apartment right now will run. We'll still have that. We got one in this. It's about that big, Miranda. It's about. I'm that never big. coming over until it's gone. I, it's about we that big. We can't find him. He's probably gone. Yeah, he's gone. At the, you can't probably eat him, but until probably, there's proof of death. She beats the crap out of bugs, but, but yeah, it's one about that big, and, and for the life of me, I don't know how it got in, but. So is it like the scary ones from Men in Black? Or is it the like the ones that come from the trash? How big? How, so. how big are the ones that come from the trash? Like I'm talking like the ones that people get in their electronics and microwaves. Oh, oh no, Men in Black. Men in Black. Yeah. Okay, those are actually not bad. Like the word roach is terrifying to have. It's a horrible word. Yeah. It's, it's disgusting. Actually, he used to live on a road Wait. called. Mm-hmm. The only thing we we think why he came in is because the weather changing, and our mm-hmm. door does not seal properly. So weather straight, just yeah. yeah, probably need that. Yeah, but if it, it, it went somewhere behind our washing machine upstairs, so he's nowhere down here. If he's still he's here, probably he's, not there anymore. He's probably he's not. Many he, other places since then. He ran away, but, but the it, large ones like from Men in Black, because in Men in Black, you know, at the end of the movie when he kicks the trash can. Mm-hmm fall out those are not the actual roaches you would find in the trash they're can. not trash can ones that's very true those yes. are the ones you they're, see they're not trash roaches they're not. they are not trash roaches they, they are, are not. not they're still creepy and they hiss and they're disgusting yes. but they are not trash roaches and what pisses me off is that when when nuclear war happens and we're all dead <laughs> that little yeah, bastard and- that little bastard will continue to live on yeah uh, but getting back to the story here, uh, there was a poll that asked this question. Uh, in the end, Dumb and Happy won the poll. Uh, only a very well, who was the audience? Uh, it, it 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 was just regular men and women, but only a very Wrong. but, but <laughs> well, I didn't say that. But oh. it was only by Dumb and Happy won by the most extreme of margin, uh, thirty-five to thirty-six. Excuse me. So th- by a percent. Thirty-six percent to thirty-five percent, people wanted to be dumb and happy over smart and sad. Uh, <laughs> but, but there was twenty-nine percent that said they weren't sure. Yeah. Which was kind, of, which is kind of the bottom line. Yeah. Men, men were more likely to say smart and sad, while women were likely to choose dumb and happy. So that's interesting. That's interesting. I feel like men are dumb and happy, and women are smart Definitely. and sad. Yeah, that's typically the situation. Because I also like track it to, there are moments I would currently like to be dumb and happy mm-hmm. and not have to worry about stuff and just yeah. be stupid. Like yes. the situation I'm yes. in. I wish I was very dumb and happy right now. Yeah. Um, but I'm not. I'm Well, I'm dumb and I was dumb well, see, and sad. What I'm a, what a, what a, one of the reasons I didn't go with dumb and happy is if you're dumb, is your happy really happy? Or are you just too dumb to know not to be happy? And I don't want to fake happy. Feeling. Want a real That's true because you wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily know what you were happy about. That's right. True. So I'm happy. Yeah. So so what are we saying overall? Smart and happy. Smart and sad are dumb and happy. I want C. The secret <laughs> answer is C. I want C. And I, I go with C too. Smart and and happy. Smart and so so that makes us the unsure 
majority. We're part of the 29%. Yes. Smart and attempting to be mentally stable. Hey, they attempting. did it. Attempting, attempting is the key word. You know, most days succeeding, a few days crashing and burning. There you go. So. Some days are made for naps. Yeah. And cockroaches. And cockroaches. Let's not. I'm not coming over until that goes away. I, I need proof of that. I can't find him. But stop shaking the table. I'm, I'm making gonna... me laugh now. I was shaking because I was laughing. I'm going to uh, call the man. Have call... the man come spray. Does Teebs have to be out of the house when they're doing that? No. Because okay. they spray the corners. All right. So we'll I don't him. know, but it's got to go on that. We'll happening. take it. We'll take care of it. The bottom line. Show me, is show me proof of death. Okay, we will shot. We will sign the death certificate. He's basically missing. He's basically he's like Amelia Earhart. He's MIA, <laughs> but he was declared dead. It's not been seven years. It's been it's been seven years. It's been seven days. That's long enough. When I, when I come to the threshold, I better see proof of death. Okay, we, we'll, we'll frame it and put it on the wall. You'll see oh it as God. you walk in. Shadow boxing. Cockroach dead here. Daniel, Daniel, come play your cockroach video. Quick, look, quick, look. Oh, yeah. Come, 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 Perfect video. And okay. I know you're, you won't be able to see it, but you'll be able to hear it. We can, you can hear it. You'll hear this. Listen to this as it's, as it's playing. Yes. It'll be we'll here. We'll be able to see it. We, that's right. Yes. Mr. Green on it. Hopefully. See it. But you won't. You'll get to, but you'll get to hear it, which is important. Yes. Give him a moment. He's pulling it up. It's called theater of the mind, people. You just deal with it. So this whole episode is theater of the mind. You don't get to see Mario do jackass stuff, but you can think about it. Exactly. Just be dumb and happy. Oh. Hey! <laughs> when I when I do Mario sketches, I am dumb. Our first space cadet, Roger Roach, launching off in space. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Roger Roach. It's funny. They, <laughs> they did. They did that Roach dirty. Yeah. No. <laughs> so for the audience who can't see this, they strapped a Roach to a firecracker that was looked like a spaceship, and they said basically, you know, launched him. Basically, bye, bitch, and they yeah. launched him, and he exploded. And he blew up, and then they had him in a little spacesuit. In memorial. <laughs> in memorial. <laughs> and, and the disclaimer is that was not our original video. We found it yes. on the internet. That was, that was found footage, yes. But yes. <laughs> it's funny. Hey, <laughs> Yes. I mean, it's the same thing as like watching videos. I don't know if you've ever seen them of people putting hydro hydrogen peroxide on ticks because they explode. No. Yes. No, I've seen it. It's, yeah. <laughs> That's awful. Anyways, on that note, I would like to leave. <laughs> very good. I have food she that I want. Food. Okay. Very, very well. Okay. We'll say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. We're dumb and happy. Hi, I'm Emily Fleming from Good Mythical Morning, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Spoken Hot Podcast. It's me, Mario, and that's Bowser, and we're gonna fight for the princess. Rosebud frozen peas, full of country goodness and green penis. Not if I have anything to say about it, King Bowser.
Who the hell are you anyway? That's just stupid. Wait, that's terrible. I quit. Just a handful for the road. So long, King Bowser! Ah, the French. Pleasure, princess. I would go to the ends of the earth for you. Oh, Mario. Oh! <laughs> oh, why did you hit my balls with the baseball bat? Because this is jackass. You're listening to Hot Toddy. On the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. The Smokin' Hot Toddcast presents The Ollie Report, a segment dedicated to extremely professional and hard-hitting journalism. Reports on headlines straight off the news ticker through the eyes of Ollie. And now, The Ollie Report. Hello and welcome to the Ollie Report. I'm Hot Toddy. Things have gotten really rocky in the world since the last time we were with you. Russia and the Ukraine are at war. And the question is, will the United States be entering at some point? And what would that lead to for our future? We wanted to know the latest on what's going on, so we got Ollie on the scene in Washington, D.C. to find out exactly what the plans are for our future. And without further ado, here's the one and only Ollie. Ollie, how are you? Is the dictator of Russia's name Tang? Isn't he the guy that gets all the ladies? Station! No. Jesus. All right. So we've been imposing a lot of sanctions on Russia these last few weeks since they invaded the Ukraine. The latest sanction is oil sanctions, which could basically just destroy their economy. Have you spoken to representatives of President Biden to get their reaction and what this means for our future endeavors? I understand the difficulties of conducting a war against a foreign nation, especially when it's led by a dictator and one that gets all the ladies. It is Pootie Tang, after all. Are, are you doing this on purpose? Is this some sort of act? Is this a bit? Hey, I'd love to tell you about it, man, but I'm real busy. I've been talking to people about sanctions. Baskets! That's what I like to hear, Ollie. All right, well, let's talk about some of the uh, sanctions that have been going on. Since our sanctions against Russia, as well as ones from all over the world, they have crippled the ruble. It's worth less than a penny now. Their economy has basically collapsed. Does anyone in the Biden administration believe that this will finally put a stronghold on Putin and make him withdraw from the Ukraine. Do you know the silent nights and I played a gig up here in Washington? It went great. People were crying and vomiting at the end of our show. They kept saying, let's go, Brandon, which we thought at first was the insult against Joe Biden, but Brandon was the guy in charge of the electricity and he was unplugging everything. Hashtag nuts. Uh Uh-huh. 
Well, some of the latest breaking news over the last couple of days is that we might actually be on the verge of getting sucked into a war with Russia and the Ukraine after we started sending jets. We've given the green light to Poland to send MiG fighter jets to Ukraine and push more than 17,000 anti-tank weapons to Kiev, and all the while fearing being drawn into warfare with Russia. Does the Biden administration know anything about possibly what could happen if we do go to war? Is nuclear war off the table? I see sky and trees and buildings! However, if we got into a nuclear war, we probably wouldn't see any of that anymore. Cats and dogs don't have butt cheeks! Well, okay, well, I got one more question. I don't even know if it's worth asking, but the sanctions on Russia, you know, one of the biggest sanctions is import-export, which, of course, a lot of people in the U.S. have stopped selling Russian vodka. Have you gone to local bars and spoken to them about how they feel about possibly not drinking Russia vodka anymore? I'm sorry, I'm sorry I haven't, because I love the Russian vodka, and I've scooped it all up myself like, oh. oh my god are you drunk no no come here come, come close come close hashtag yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. you ollie F- you hello hello is, is there somebody there is someone on the line i hope this isn't malarkey oh my god it, it is this president biden why, yes, hello, is this Hot Toddy in the Ollie Report? Oh my god, President Biden, yes! Oh, this is this is such an honor! Well, well welcome to the Ollie Report! Uh, I was just talking to Ollie about uh, the sanctions you had been putting down on, on Russia and the possibility uh, of war. What are your thoughts on this? You know, it's incredible. A little over a year ago, people thought I was the savior of the world. And now, both sides pretty much agree that I'm about to end the world. And that ain't malarkey. Uh, well, yeah, but, I mean, you're doing all you can. I mean, imposing these sanctions are really hurting Russia in a lot of ways. Even if it doesn't look like it, it is. And you're keeping us out of the war. I mean, this is exactly what a president should be doing, especially when faced with the possibility of a nuclear attack. And they keep blaming me for gas prices. They're like, oh, they're up so high. You know why? Because gas is hard to come by. Not to mention the economy's doing a lot better. But they said no, the economy was going better during the pandemic, when Trump was in office. Uh, let's see, why was that a thing? Oh yeah, because you didn't freaking go anywhere. It was a pandemic. Exactly, it, it, you're, you're absolutely right, Mr. President. Listen, Hot Toddy, I don't know what the future holds for this war with the Ukraine. Nuclear war, of course, it's never off the table. But I will do everything in my power to make sure that we don't go to war. That's the last thing we need, because Lord knows the end of the world could be at hand and I will see to it that it won't happen that's what a president sounds like I know this is a new segment we're we're not supposed to be biased but I I really appreciate your words thank you hot toddy and everything will go as smooth as can be as long as nobody gets in the way hey hey it's your boy Trumpy giggity giggity goo oh for god's sakes And the world is gonna end. That's gonna do it for the Ollie Report this week. Tune in next time for another headline ripped from the Ollie News Ticker. Until then, have a good day and an Ollieful week. Have you pooped today? I'm a Luigi. Me.
me Donkey Kong! I'm Princess Peach! I'm Toad, and this is Smash Brothers! Three, two, one, go! Oh, you use lightning, huh? Well, let's see how tough you are when I throw my poo! Just you and me, Toad. Come get some, bitch. Donkey Kong wins. Me swear to God, if you hit me nuts with the bat, me will literally rip your face off. Apes are notorious for that. You're listening to the most splendiferous, the most fantastic, the greatest podcast in the history of podcasts, the Smokin' Hot Toddcast. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. I was forced to go to the rodeo the other night. Well, it was peer pressure from my parents, and then eventually Janelle wanted to go as well. See, my parents texted me a few weeks back. They're like, hey, we're getting tickets to the rodeo. And my sister and I were like, great. Uh, that's You have fun at the rodeo. And then Janelle caught wind that they were going and that I turned down tickets, and she was like, I want to go. Yep. So my parents bought us tickets, and we all went to the rodeo. Um, Did you guys wear masks? I, I we mm-hmm. wore we wore masks we wore masks, but I tell you, mask wearing was few and far between at the old Thompson Bowling Arena. That's for sure, and tight squeeze too. Luckily, though, for as many people that were at the rodeo, it wasn't as uh, a packed house as uh, one might think. So. But yeah, you know, we saw a lot of like people riding bulls and get thrown off, and and you wondered how these people aren't dead. They're probably gonna die at some point from doing this, because this wasn't like a typical rodeo where it's like cowboys roping bulls and it, this was the what what was this? The professional like bull, riding. bull riding. Professional bull riding, yeah, like the sport bull riding where people become national or international champions because they can ride a bull for a couple minutes for or about eight seconds. eight seconds that's all you that's all it takes to be an international internationally known bull rider is to ride a bull for eight seconds i came to learn this i didn't know that i mean to be fair 
I can't do it. So this is true. Like I can't do it either. And I'm an athlete, so exactly. But like we saw one guy who was from Tennessee dislocate his hip after he got thrown off of a. Yeah, Oof. yeah, and then something really sad too. We saw a bull break its leg. And so you you knew everyone knew what was going to happen after they after that bull left the track. So and we didn't want to talk about it. But like I, that was the, like one of the main reasons why I didn't want to go. It's like I don't want to see a bull lose its life to be put down. To be put down. I didn't want to see that. Although it was great to see the guy dislocate his hip. That's why you go. You go to see jackass-type stunts. The stuff they do on jackass is in its own little category. No, it is, but... And, well, and, and yeah, and if they ride a bull, they're not professional bull riders, so they, they probably will get badly, bigly, huge hurt. But it was just, you know, it was entertaining uh, to do to watch all of this go down. <sighs> a dislocated hips, though. I'm not sure if I could... Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure that's, like lifelong injury it is yeah eventually you probably have to get like a plate put in there if not now so it's like it's it's interesting he, he just pop that back into play because i'm pretty sure that's what what you have to do is just pop it back into place well even the announcers were like we've got a great medical staff and they'll pop that right back into place once he gets back there and i'm like <laughs> i'm like oh god oh. Are we gonna hear him scream from the back room? I don't want. I don't want to know when they're gonna do they're it. Like, oh, he's experienced this before. He'll be fine. Yeah, they said he's experienced this before. I'm like, well, I haven't. I, and yet, when it came to the bull, they were like, we have the best vets on staff, and the poor and like it was a 20 minute conversation about the bull, which grants you we cared more about the bull than the dude, anyways. That's for sure. I didn't but. Get at the end of the night. I just think it was funny. They had a 20-minute conversation reassuring the audience that the bull was going to be taken care of and then, like, a 10-second conversation as to, oh, he's had his hip pop before. They're just going to shove it back in and be fine. Well, I, I think even even mm-hmm. more conservative-minded people will be more worried about the bull than the human because we love animals. I think that's just an international thing. We love animals. Uh, but, yeah, they want... Do what? We love animals, not the people who ride them. Exactly. And it's like, but that's what made me sad. It's like, this bull didn't ask to be ridden. This bull didn't ask to be a part of the rodeo. He just got chosen for it. And now he, he loses. I'm sure the bull didn't, whatever they do to agitate them before sending them out into the arena. Tie the rope around their genital area. Yeah. Yeah, that. Yeah. It's just, it was, that part was sad. And it's like, yeah, we got the greatest, we got the best vet. And they were like, they were like Trump down there. We've got the best veterinarians. We've got the best medical care. Believe me, everything's going to be great. Believe me. But we know what's going to happen to that bull. You can't fix a broken leg. So it ended on kind of a sad note. But hey, you know what? I'm glad I went. It was an experience. So. Uh, PBR, whatever it was called, Velocity Tour of the uh, of the bull riding, sponsor us. So what, your sister sat out though. No, so she. she and that was the thing. She ended up going. <laughs> on on the night of, she ended up going. My mom convinced her finally to get tickets. So we all went to the rodeo. We all had to sit in different spots because they'd gotten their tickets long in advance. Uh, and then then we got ours like 
a week or two before, and then my sister got them that night. So there was a lot of mish, mishmash around, but we all went, and it was fine. Wait, it was in Thompson Bowling Arena? Yeah. That's a weird... I feel like that's a weird place to have a rodeo. It's an extremely weird place to have a, to have a rodeo. I agree with that. Uh, but they did it. It's not really... I mean, it's not necessarily like a big floor. The floor space is pretty much for a basketball court. Right. And for, well, for concerts too, obviously. Well, yeah. But they I mean, covered I it like in dirt. rodeo arena is quite a bit bigger. <clears throat> you need like quite a bit more space. Right. Well, they covered it with dirt and everything. So, I mean, it looked like a legit rodeo floor, I guess. But, but yeah. And, and they didn't need that much room. They had the, you know, they had the whole width of the of the basketball court but they only came out like in one little section and then the the bull would bounce around for a couple seconds and they'd fall off and the bull would go into his corner the guy would go into his corner and that was it they really didn't even need as much as they had like i feel like neilton stadium would be like more appropriate place you would this. you would think or that possibly possibly the costco parking lot <laughs> <laughs> smoking hot podcast it's me, Mario. I'm a Luigi. I'm Princess Peach. Me, Donkey Kong. I'm Toad. Welcome to Mario Kart. I have fallen out of a first place thanks to Donkey Kong. I will use a turtle shell to take him up a notch. Ma! You motherfucker! Yippee! Oh, that's adorable. Mario thinks he's winning. Well, what would happen if I were to use the golden star? Let's find out. What? Toad is behind me, but he's again in speed. Let's slow him down with a banana peel. Fuck this. I'm not letting them get away with this. I'm gonna win this race, and I'll tell you how. I have the blue turtle shell. It aims for the leading car and brings him back here. Congratulations to Toad, who won the Mario Kart. Even though he had dislocated his hip, Peach broke her neck, I broke my arm, Donkey Kong is illegally blind, and Luigi is enjoying a delicious hoagie. So, maybe no one wins at Mario Kart. Anyway, thanks for watching Super Mario Jackass. Good night! This is Michael Carbonaro from the Carbonaro Effect, and you're listening to Hot Toddy on the Smoking Hot Podcast. So picture this, right? You have your phone in your hand, 
and you go to the bathroom and the worst possible thing happens. You drop your phone into the toilet. And if you do that, you know you'll never forget the series of feelings you experienced afterward. And so that's why this story is pretty wild. A woman in Maryland says she and her husband were having trouble with their toilet last week. There was this banging sound every time they flushed. It was getting really annoying. Initially, they blamed it on their old house. But after a while, they decided to plunge the toilet and see what was going on. That's when they pulled something out. It was the woman's iPhone that she dropped in the toilet in 2012. Halloween night of 2012, to be exact. That's right. Now, getting back to the, the feelings you feel after you drop your phone in the toilet, nine times out of 10, or really 10 times out of 10, when you drop your phone, it's just there. But it's landed in the water, and it's like watching someone die. You know this thing is gone, even though it's right there in front of you. But even she said it was really mysterious that her phone just vanished when she dropped it in the toilet, went straight down the hole. And somehow, it survived 10 years within their piping system, not even in, in the pipes, in the toilet, and didn't resurface, didn't make a sound or n anything until 2022. But again, the question is, how did that phone not make an appearance until now? How does it survive 10 years in a toilet? It doesn't make any sense. That is, that is some unsolved mystery stuff right there. How does a phone survive in a toilet without making a single sound or a single appearance for a decade? It's insane, but I guess stranger things have happened. But I guess it does make sense though that the phone and the toilet would have this bond for so long because phones and toilets have a lot in common. They both have rings. Yeah, it rings, yeah. Oh, what is that? Is that? Oh, that was a tumbleweed that just went by. Oh, okay. You're listening to the Smoking Light Podcast. Well, you'll probably never look at Mario or Jackass the same way again, because you'll constantly see them interconnecting. And that was the goal. You're welcome. And we hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast. We've got another brand new episode coming your way next week, and it's a very special episode because it's our next live episode. That's right. Uh, I inadvertently, at the end of the day, but because I, I had all these ideas for episodes we could do for this season, we ended up doing three live episodes uh, in the first half of this season. And I was like, well, let's keep it up. Let's do three more. So we're going to do three more live episodes uh, before season eight wraps up. And next week is the first one. And it's going to be different from what we normally do. A lot of the time we either watch a movie or play games. This time we're going to take a look at something that's very special to me uh, in my personal life. I'm a big collector of things. So we're going to take a look at some collections of mine next week and we're, I'll be discussing them and where they came from and what the significance of it is and everything like that. So it's going to be a fun episode. I want you to tune in. I think you're going to enjoy it. So it's an all new episode of the Smoking Hot Toddcast live next Thursday at 8 p.m. on the Hot Toddy page on Facebook. So don't miss out on that. Until then, you can follow me on all social media at Smoking Hot Toddy on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Toddy, Hot on Instagram. You can follow the Hot Toddy page on Mixcloud, which is one of the homes of the Smoking Hot Todd and of course, the Smoking Hot Toddcast pages of SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the all new Quad Pod, and wherever better podcasts can be found. Make sure you also follow the Super Fuzz Productions page on YouTube. And while you're there, click that subscribe button. Show us some love. And you can check out all the sister shows of the Smoking Hot Toddcast, including Get Real, Let Me Tell You, Stump Hot Toddy, Just the Dumbest, and more. And you can follow Super Fuzz Productions on Twitter at Super Fuzz Videos. You can also follow some of the Toddcast 
podcast team members on social media. We'll begin with Twitter. Miss Pingrino at Pingrino, Sheila at Sheila Hawk, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at The Miranda Joe. On Instagram, Miss Pingrino at Janelle Marino, Sheila at Sheila Hawkins, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. And on TikTok, Miss Pingrino at BabyJ0831, Doc Summit at Kev Summit, and Miranda at Miranda Panda Joe. We're going to wrap up this episode with a song that I discovered shortly after Christmas and I completely fell in love with it. It is a song that should not be as catchy and awesome as it is, but it is but it is a bummer. It is so bumping and I'm using all the zennial terms because it is just that good of a song. It's it's supposed to be a comedy song, it's supposed to be a comedic thing, but it is such a a catchy tune. That I just absolutely love it, and I can't get it out of my head, and Miss Pingrino can attest to that. Uh, it's a little song called Shit on My Ass. That's right. You may have heard of it, you may have not. Uh, it's from a guy named Brian Robert Jones. He actually runs his own business, but on the side, he's an amateur songwriter, and he writes like a lot of parody-type songs. And this song is... Like I said, it's hilarious, but it is so catchy, and I love it. So please, go follow him on TikTok at underscore Brian Robert Jones. And you can also check his song out on Spotify and maybe iTunes as well. I'm not sure if it's there, but I know for sure it's on Spotify. But go check out the song afterwards. You can hear it. You're going to hear it. You're going to hear it right now. But go show him some love and support after you listen to the song, and I know you will because it's just that good. So let's get into it. Until next week, this is Brian Robert Jones saying I got a bunch of shit on my ass How did I get all of the shit on my ass? Shit on my ass Whoa How did I get all of the shit on my ass? I saw you under Yeah.